Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Conscious Creation with actress, author, and healer Dee Wallace. If you want to take charge of your life, really take charge of your life, the next hour will be a fun, enlightening experience in creating the life you want. Whether it's money, health, success, or relationships, join Dee in celebrating the power of you and see your life expand into joyful creation. To join Dee now, call 319-527-6305. And don't forget, Dee can also be heard on BBS Radio, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and live at Oneness Talk Radio. You can also hear Dee on Get Inspired Media Network, Transformation Talk Radio, plus UBN, Universal Broadcasting Network. And now, here's Dee. Hello, all you amazing, fabulous, incredible, magnificent, so very loved, awesomely healthy, and darn sexy people. Boy, it's good to be back with you. I'm sure all of you know that I have been back east helping my brother uh, transition and sitting hospice with him. He is still holding on. But uh, my plans were to be with you from back there, but um, the hospice nurse was giving us a lot of instructions and there was a big family meeting. And and so Miss Nadia stepped in. I know you love her and my great appreciation for all your love and all your thoughts that you've sent me during this very difficult time for me. But I'm getting through. Um, and I have to tell you, while I was back there, I had a life-changing moment. You know, you hear me say all the time, you can study it, you can practice it, you can go to all the workshops, but if you don't really live it and get it, you don't know it. So I'm going to take you on my little story here. I would like you to put everything down and really focus. Because if you can really move into this with me, you can literally change your life during this show. So my brother and I often had discussions about when he passes, I hope I'm still included in that side of the family because I've always felt kind of estranged, Um, possibly because I'm out here in California and they're all back there. I don't know, but what I want you to hear was that was my perspective. So I walked into his hospital room and all the pictures of all the family, all the grandkids, everybody were up on the wall in front of his bed and there was not one of me or my daughter. Okay, so looking at the world through my perspective, 
of feeling estranged, that solidified my perspective for me, and I went into reaction. Cut to a couple of days later, and I had bought dinner for 10 of us that were there at my sister-in-law's house with my brother, who was now home. That was his wish. He didn't want to die in the hospital. So we were sitting vigil around his uh, bed and having little scotch toasts because he loved scotch. We even put a little tiny bit of scotch on one of the <laughs> on one of the sponge things they give you to keep their mouth fresh and it was a joyous moment. He came he came to two or three times and actually recognized me and we had a, a moment. But we were all I had bought dinner for ten of us and during dinner, they were talking about this place, Rita's, that they loved, that had the best chocolate desserts and chocolate ice cream. And you know I'm I'm a chocoholic. So, oh, my gosh, I, I haven't ever been there. All, you know, we'll have to go sometime when I'm back here. So I left the room um, to go just be quiet in a room. And when I came back, Everybody was sitting there eating something from Rita's. And I looked at everybody said, you guys did bring me one, right? And someone said, well, we thought you were asleep. Like, what the hell does that have to do with whether you're going to bring one back for somebody, right? And because of my perspective, I again said, see, I'm not a part. They don't think of me. They don't consider me. So I went home. I was staying with my nephew. And I went to my room and I got my pendulum and I said, all right, obviously I'm in reaction. Obviously, I don't want to be feeling this way. Obviously, I am out of creation. And I want to know what I need to get into alignment to feel good and positive again. The channel took me to page one of our sheets, which is all about the signal and that we're the signal and that we are creation. And then I read the fourth line, I am the power of love and joy and choice. And I went, oh. Oh. And then the channel said, this was Christ's message, D. Even if you crucify me, I will still stay and be love. 
I can feel it now as my heart accepts it again. No matter what anybody does or says or acts out, we are always in the choice of choosing to stay in love. And when we choose to be that love, everything around us shifts. So I got up the next day, and of course we were all gathering over at my sister-in-law's again, my brother's house, and I said, okay, I don't care what energy anybody else is holding over there. I my intention is to be love and to just go in and love. That's all that's all I have to worry about. Okay, they're correcting me. They don't like the word worry. That's the only intention I have to focus on. Oh good, they're much happier now. <laughs> I love it when they teach me right in front of you. So we get over to my sister-in-law's house, and I walk in, and my eldest niece comes up and hugs me, and she says, I love you, Dee. And my sister-in-law comes up and hugs me and says, I love you, Dee. And my younger niece. And I thought, you see... It doesn't take very much of a shift to create a whole different experience in your life. I'm telling you guys, if you can feel this in your heart, you will change your life today. Just get out of the judgment. Get out of needing to be right. Get out of the stories that you've been carrying forever and just be love. We, it even came up in our, our last webinar on reemergence. Boy, powerful webinar, you guys. I, I strongly, strongly suggest that you listen to this webinar if you can. Dr. Wilson gave us, you know, I get so many emails and you hear so much on the calls. I don't really know what I want to do. Which way should I go? She gave uh, a couple of places that um, where you can take a test and there's a book that you can order that um, – top psychologists have put together to really help you define exactly what you want to do. That was one of the many, many things that came up in this reemergence. But do you understand that we have owned the belief for 13 months that the more we separate our energy, the safer we are? We don't want to take that into the next year's creation, guys. We want to know 
that we are all one energy working together to create the love, the joy, the success, the money, the health that we are holding intention about. Our next webinar is going to be on racism, May 26, which includes the discussion of the Asian challenge we're in right now, systemic racism, LGBTQ. Um, we cannot look away from this issue within ourselves anymore. It has been a part of us since before this country was ever born. And we must do our part in shifting this now, guys. That's our job as spiritual beings who are living consciously. So I hope you'll join me for that one. If you want to talk to the channel, press 1 now. If you've already pressed it, please don't press it again. We'll lose you. Please have your questions ready. I would like to get through as many people as I could today. And we are going to start with Miss Lynn in L.A. Hi, Dee Dee. Hi, sweetheart. Oh, thank you for your story. I had a similar experience a couple weeks ago, and the turnaround was literally like hours. Yeah. Um, it was amazing, and, and I, I love that. And my question is, I had surgery on Wednesday, so I wasn't available to um, be a part of the live webinar, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to it. Is there anything that I need to get into alignment for my reemergence? That's the right question. Let's see. We're both balanced. Anybody's? Yes. And they're taking me to a core belief. And before I even get to it, they said this is for absolutely everybody that will ever hear this call. So look how you're serving, Miss Lynn. This page, yeah. this page. This one through five. Um. You have to have more clarity about what you want. Okay. Okay, about guys. Everything? Let me go over this because y'all make it way too hard. We all know we we want freedom. We want consistent, plentiful money flow. We want health and wellness, mentally, spiritually, physically, chemically, cosmically, emotionally, and dimensionally. We know we want divine right relationships to participate with in our life. We know we want to be safe and secure and feel safe and secure in our lives. And we know that we want to be the frequency of divine love. It's the last one, interestingly enough, that you need to get into alignment, Lynn. And again, this is for all of us. That doesn't, it starts with feeling love. And then, you know, when a feeling takes you over, 
and you it just consumes you, that's yes. our goal. Literally to turn into that frequency of divine love. And, uh, you know, when they gave me the thing about Christ, I went, oh, well, there it is again. You can crucify me, and I will still stand in love for you. Mm -hmm. And I thought, there again, spirituality, religion, brain science, all saying the same thing. Right. Right. This is our freedom, guys. Is there anything higher? No, that's it, Lynn. So just, I want you all to look at all your stories, whoever hurt you, and go, okay, that happened, and now I'm choosing to give that up and focus on love. You, you, you are the only ones that choose. Okay? That sounds great. Yes, I will yeah. do that. Boy, thank you for starting yeah. the show so powerfully, Lynn. Appreciate it. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Love you. Bye. All right. Mr. Paul in Toronto. How are you? Hi, Dee. Hi, sweetie. I'm great. Good. So uh, I've been working a lot with my inner child, and actually he's become my love place now. I go to him. And oh, that's, lovely. <laughs> Yeah, so where I want to ask the channel, um, is there anything further that I can do just to check in and my progress? Um, imagining with him, we're together breaking through the areas of our life um, joyfully. We're seeing him like speeding through with his race car through the finish line, celebrating that, breaking through all the areas that you know we didn't think we could. Okay, and so I'm, I'm going to walk you and everybody through this little exercise. So everybody take a breath and go to your heart center. Yes, you know where that is. <clears throat> okay, go to your love place that makes you smile and feel wonderful. Now I want you to take your little child. And I want you to take your little child's heart into your heart. I want you to give your little child the experience of choosing divine love. And divine love means no matter what, I choose love. Just, let's just take our little girls and our little boys because they need to experience through us what it feels like to be love. And that is the best thing you all can be doing with your little child to integrate with them and powerfully allow them to step forward and work with you now. Now, they also want to give you a core belief, this page here. Yes. 
Okay, so what we just did is we gave ourselves and our little children the experience that we are the gods of us that choose, that we are the power that chooses because our little children within us and our teenagers and our adult minds all need to know and remember and practice that we are the power that chooses. We are literally the gods of us. And then, Paul, everything else falls into place. Can you trust that? Yes, and I still do the things that need to be done. And this is where I start, and this is where I stay in this heart as I do those things. As you take action, yes. But to take action without being in this place, you will not manifest in the way that you want to, guys. Do this work first, and everything else will come. Okay? Thank you. Thank you, you, sweetheart. You bet, sweetheart. All right. We are going to Miss Heather in Denver. Hi, you're on. Hi. Hi. I would And by the way, thank you for all that you do. Oh, thank you, Heather. Appreciate that. I, uh, in the past three years, tend to attract a cold, a flu, something, it seems almost monthly, and I would love to get to the bottom of that and to heal that. Well, the channel is saying the source of it is grief, and it's really old grief, and then it's combined with you feeling like you have to pay for this grief in some way. So I'm going to your mom. Why are you grieving about your mom? Hmm. Go back to your little girl, zero through eight years old, okay? So what comes up when I say you're grieving about your mom or your relationship with your mom or... You know, the first thing that comes to mind, the the most clear thing grieving is just that she has a deeper connection to my sister. Okay. All right, Heather, did you listen to the first part of the show when I told my story? Yes. This is your perspective that you are inviting yourself to move out of and just hold love for everybody and that absolutely will shift ultimately that's not true the channel says it is true that she shows love differently to both of you and in that different way that well it it gives credence to your perception 
so that then you can feed your perception more instead Mm -hmm. of moving into the freedom of what you really want, which is to feel loved and accepted, right, unconditionally by your mommy. That's what you want, right? So it's impossible for you to have that experience that you want while you are holding the belief and perception that she loves your sister more. Do you understand? Yes. You can't hold, your brain can't hold two places at once. It can't hold love and hate at the same time, guys. It can't hold love and disappointment at the same time. It can't hold love and fear at the same time. So I would do, I would just try. Just try what I did. No matter what they do or what they say, I am love and I am standing in love and I am loving them. And I guarantee you, the experience will change. Thank you. Is that, hold on, is that enough for you, Heather? Um, well, I just figured that I'd work on stuff myself. I, I would say I feel like the whole world doesn't love me. Exactly. And, and you know, when it gets connected in one part with my mom, And I would say that the grief is someone told me this and it really fit what I felt when I was younger that I couldn't attach to, that I was part of a situation where I was a survivor and not many others were. Well, Miss Heather, I was. Yeah. I was for sure and still am. I think everybody in the world would define themselves as a survivor. And now the channel is inviting you to redefine yourself as a creator. You understand the two, the difference between the two. If I'm surviving, I'm maintaining. If I'm creating, I'm in control and I'm powerful. So... Okay. No matter what the world does, you're holding the state of love as you for the world. And I would get up every day and go, today, I know I am embraced and honored and loved in this world. That is a direction to your energy and all energy to match that. Got it? Got it. Yeah, thank you so much. Beautiful stuff you brought in there. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Michael, in Connecticut, you're on. Hey, how you doing today? I'm doing, sweetheart. I'm doing. What's up? I'm doing a 60-day cleanse with my wife, which is fascinating. It's um, run by a naturopath. What could I be doing to support that at the uh, energy level? You mean you're doing a physical cleanse? Yeah, it's herbs and such. Um, 
you know, Boy, 16 pounds days. just fell off in the last week, for example. And, 60? Um, 16 pounds fell off 16? in the last week. Wow. Wow. And, you know, um, it's... The only thing that I'm hearing, Michael, mm-hmm. is don't do it because you're judging yourself in any way. Do it because you're loving yourself in every way. Oh, it is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Gosh, you can't, I can't tell you how good I feel doing this. Great. So and there's nothing else in. If it makes you feel good and you're not judging your body, you're just going, you know what? I'm going to love myself and feel a little better by dropping some of this weight. That's very different than I'm a big, you know, I've got to get rid of my fat ass and my fat stomach. (laughs) That's judgment, (laughs) and you don't want to go there, guys, towards yourself or anybody else. Yeah, it feels so. Okay? It feels great. Thanks so much for all you do. Yep. Thank you, darling. That was interesting. Interesting insight there. Um, let me see. Bing in New York. You're on. Hi, Dee. How are you? I'm great, baby. And you? I'm good. I'm just so happy and thrilled just to be connected with you. And thank you so much, you know, for sharing your insight and personal stories. What when thank you just you. said, you know, give up whatever, you know, before and you choose love. It just brought my tears. Yeah, it's it's interesting when our heart hears the truth, isn't it? Yes. And I want to ask you to go a little bit further because, yes, I always wanted to choose love. And it's really, really hard for no, my stop there. entire body. Stop there. Stop there. It's not hard. It is an instant choice. You want to try it right now? Let's all try it right now. Say, I just want to feel love. I want to be love. I want to feel love all through me. I'm going to think of my doggy. I'm going to think of my favorite place in nature. I'm going to connect with God. You know, sometimes I say, hi, God, and I hear, hi, Dee. (laughs) (laughs) All right. so, So... the channel says, you see, you just did it. The, yes. the challenge being is to do it when somebody or something has put you into reaction. Yes. That's well, why I'm calling. Want you to be connected with you, ask you insight. I think what I, the story that I told today of what the channel took me to, is your answer, Bing. Whenever somebody puts you into reaction, you go, okay, if I'm in reaction, there's something to heal within me, not them, within me. And they they want to give you a core, the core belief that's kind of behind this. Okay, I'll never be good enough. So if you feel like you're never good enough, being you always are going to feel judged because literally you are judging yourself. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and when you judge yourself, that 
invites everybody else in to judge you. And then you feel separated and estranged from the world, basically. And especially the people who are important to you. So... Uh. You see, this is what we do, and I want everybody to hear this. This is what we do. We go, I get it, but. I get it, but it's hard. I get it, but I want to be right. I get it, but they're jerks. I get it, but. but. If there's a but in there, you ain't doing it, baby. Do you understand? Yes. Okay. Okay. So the next time I want you guys going to reaction, I want you to go, I'm going to do a D thing. I'm just going to be love. I'm just going to feel love no matter what anybody does. I'm going to see myself as love. I'm going to see a world where I can be love. And I'm going to see a world looking at me going, wow, she's just love. Okay, Bing? Can I ask you something you just said? Yes. Because you said uh, my core belief was I will, be never, I, I will never be good enough. Yeah. And the thing is, for my, I don't know, for my experience or for my mind telling me, because for I have been seeing myself, it's very, very forgivable to myself, like, you know, 100%. It's just very hard for me to forgive anybody else who does something kind of a uh, like mistake or whatever. I don't know. It's just a, why I receive this core, I, I'll never be good enough. It's just a little bit, you know, different. Because, being that gives you the right to judge others. If If there's anything going on subconscious within us that says, I'll never be good enough, then we have to look around and judge others so that we can substantiate our worthiness. So we've learned this through many, many past lives. We learned this as children. Um, Children come in all very powerful. Yes. And then and, can you... and then they have that taken away from them, sweetheart. But we don't have to play that story out anymore. We are the ones that get to choose love and power over the creation of ourselves and our lives. That's the only answer, Bing. So I would get up every day and go, I know I'm good enough today. And I see the whole world seeing me as good enough. And I see the whole world as good enough. And I guarantee you, your life will start to change, sweetheart. So nothing more, just good enough. Yep. Just do it. To hear it, and if you don't do it, it ain't going to change much, okay? I understand. Thank you so much. Okay. You bet, sweet thing. 
All right, Miss Iris in Philadelphia, you be on. Hi, Dee. I have a uh, a question and an aha. Oh, goody. Yeah. <laughs> so the aha would be from the reemergence webinar. It was like right after I got off the call, it just clicked that the the issue was that somewhere over the rainbow situation, you know, Yeah. where I was like trying to close the gap and it was like, how do I get from here to there? And it was just like, oh, right, do it now. And that, that was, that that's the difference. That was like the hang up. Well, yeah, if you're always trying and focused on closing the gap, there's always a gap. Yeah. Right? Remember, guys, your brain thinks in pictures. So if you go, okay, I've got to close the gap, I've got to close the gap, all your brain sees is a gap. And you trying to close it, well, that's a big one for you, Iris. (laughs) That really is a very big one for you. And what's your question then? Uh, The question, I'm having a lot of issues with my right ankle. Really hurting me and my knee on the right side on the inside and it's going up to like the psoas on the right and the IT band and well stuff. they're saying it's a spiritual um, more than a physical it's a of course everything guys look if we don't address something energetically um, it will show up in your body it will because your body is serving you to get your attention. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's find out what the spiritual, do I need to go to the body book? No, sheets, book. Give me a song, Baby Cakes, any song that pops in. Um, hmm. When the saints go marching in. Okay. The saints are already here, Iris. Mm-hmm. And that's the gap you want to close. Okay. Okay, remember the channel talks about I am complete so much because how we define ourselves is how we create ourselves. If you say, oh, I'm so tired, you are going to feel more tired. If you are waiting for the saints to come marching in, there will always be a gap. Iris, you are complete. You are there. You are divine love. You are the creation of you and your life. All we have to do is know that, guys. Know that and say, I am that. And then the universe can rush to work with us in the creation of our lives. Do you understand? Yes. (laughs) Yes, I do. So uh, the power of the I am is unlimited. However you define I am in any way like I feel, is one way we say I am, I think is one way we say I am. If you're feeling or thinking 
limitations about yourself or about your life, you are defining yourself as the God of you who is limited. And then you wonder why things aren't showing up. Things aren't showing up because you've told the universe, limit my creation, that's who I am. Got it? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, thank you for that. That was <laughs> We're getting a lot of good clarity. Thank you, Iris. Wow. Okay, Miss Deborah in Illinois, you're you're on. But well, you're not on. Hold on. Now you're on. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Um, do you have a message regarding my mother Mary, also a man named Wakar? Well, you have had so many past lives. With both of these people, that's the first thing that came in. And uh, hold on, there's one one message that both these people are instrumental in your life. Whether you know them a lot or you know them a little, they are bringing the same message to you. Hold on, sheets, book. Well, we're going to a play. That's the highest. They want you to know that all things are possible to you, Deborah, and you keep limiting yourself. Does this resonate? Um, all things uh, keep limiting. All um, things are working. possible. Go ahead. I'm working on this, but how does it relate to... My mother, Mary, and the man that I love, Wakar, who is very far away. Okay, so by being, is your mother, has your mother passed over? No, she's in a nursing home, but I've had this feeling that she's going to transition. She's close. And of course, what the hell does that mean? I mean, we're going on eight or nine days now that my brother has been on hospice, which is a whole other issue I'll talk about sometime. I just think it's inhumane what we do. But um, you see, just in your sentence, but he lives so far away. You are limiting the possibilities uh, of this relationship. Okay, I'm confused right now. Limiting the relationship with the man? Yes. Okay. Well... You, You love this man, but he lives so far away. That's what I heard. Am I correct? He's in another country. I've not seen him physically. In several years, I, I've just communicated with him online. That's the only way. I've not uh, ever been with him. Okay. So you know that you love a part of him, but there's a part of him you don't even know. Yes. Okay. Is it possible 
for you to love him and remain friends with him and open yourself up to relationships here also? Because they're saying you're kind of using him as a reason not to create the possibility of a relationship here. A relationship that nurtures you physically. So they they just want you to ponder this and do some self-talk. Well, yeah, I guess I would be open to that or no, I'm not open to that. Well, why? Why wouldn't I be open to that? I've loved this man for a long time and I was told by a, a someone else who channels that it was a spiritual union and that we would not be together physically. And I didn't know why exactly that would be I, well, because my feelings I, are still here. Well, yes, but he's not. So you can have a spiritual connection, guys, to everybody that's crossed over. Nobody has to be here physically for you to connect with them, ever. Yes, but it, it's an in-love relationship. It's uh, not I, I understand love. that, but I get hmm. that the other reader is very correct. You have a connection spiritually to him, um, but not physically. So if you want a physical relationship, that supports you in the rest of these years, then you have to open up your possibilities to something else. Otherwise, it can't be created, Deborah. Okay? Right. Right. All right, baby. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I know sometimes, doggone it, we just don't get the answers we want. Uh, Stephania in Sacramento, you're on. Hi, Dee. How's it going? It's going, baby. I'm doing pretty darn good, considering. Sending you and your family lots of love. What, darling? Sending you and your family lots of love. Oh, thank you. Stephanie, Um, I love that name. It's so pretty. What what can I answer for you, darling? Um, So I am in the process of buying a business, um, and this is to help me become financially independent again. I've gone through a lot of health issues and I've been at my family's home. Um, I've been in the due diligence process and I really thought this was the business for me, but there's been a few. Yeah. Okay. Stephanie, the first, before you ever started talking, the channel said she hasn't committed. Now, remember, once we choose and we truly commit, All the universe opens its doors to help us create our intention. So let's find out why you have not fully committed to this business. Uh, It's not because of your health. Do you have any ideas before I ask the channel? Um, So in the due diligence process, I'm working with an accountant and a lawyer and with the accounting side, there's just been a few questionable things um, and kind of it's taken a long time. They're a small business. There's been a lot of confusion. 
Um, and then now looking at the numbers, the numbers are actually less than what they stated. So I feel like I don't know if they were hiding that, you know. So there's just a little bit of hesitancy on my part on the financial side. Okay. So basically what you're saying is I'm not committing because I don't trust. That's what yeah. you just told me. Okay. Yeah. Well, if if the universe is your business partner and it's waiting for the signal for you to send out, for it to create with you. And that signal is, you know, I think I want to do this, but I really don't trust myself or them right now. The universe as your business partner is stuck, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It can't move because it doesn't know whether you want to go forward or whether you want to stay stuck and stay in the trying phase. And this is what our lives look like when we don't commit, guys. When we don't commit fully, this is what our lives look like. So let me just ask the channel, are you buying this business from this company or just yeah, really I'm quickly? Find the assets. So um, it would be, I would have my own like business entity buying all the assets of this business. So the some of the funny stuff that that, that would not affect me, it's more like sales tax that would affect me. There might be issues and also the numbers, obviously, on what they're telling me. Uh, yes, there's a part of them that are not reputable. The business itself would be good for you. Yeah. So... They want you to get off this call and write down exactly what you want and tell them, this is what I need to make this deal. And if they can't negotiate close to that, you find another business, baby. There's a million of them out there right now that yeah. wish somebody would come in and take them over. Yeah, and that's what I've kind of put in place. I showed them the numbers and said, if this, please confirm if this is accurate, my offer will be going down um, accordingly. Um, so I told them I need to know by Monday for tomorrow. Good. <laughs> but they still, they still want you to list out everything you want in this business and in the transaction. There's... A couple of things you're not clear about, but if you make the list, you will be, and that will help you commit and move the energy forward. So your job today, if they have to let you know by Monday, is to get into alignment that you are powerfully creating this successfully, and this company will absolutely do everything you're holding the intention for it to do. Do you understand? Yeah. You must direct what you want and feel a lot of love around it. That's your job for the rest of the day. Okay? okay. I love it. Awesome. Thank you, All right, Dee. baby. You bet. <laughs> I'm telling you too. guys, uh, even Dr. Wilson in the reemergence, 
you know, she's a licensed psychologist, and she said was talking about how big she is on lists and making lists that um, literally they have found that when someone makes a list of what they want, um, everything gets much clearer, which is kind of obvious to me. I got time for one more. We're going to Vienna in Florida. Hi, honey, you're on. Hello, Diana. It's Diana. Oh, it's Diana. Ah, hi. Hi. Hi, nice sweetheart. Nice to see you and, you know, love you and your brother. Okay. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. Um, uh, I'm, in a, I'm in a difficult situation. I need to move, waiting for the funds. Turmoil. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that's What's not going to create it, Deanna. <clears throat> no. That's not. That's not turmoil will only put more energy on not getting what you want. So Again. Like you said to the lady before. That's right. Make a list. The lady before. Yeah. yeah. Make right. a list. I listen. Uh, make a list. Go to your heart. Feel into your love place around everything that's on that list and go, okay, I've done my job. Come on, universe, create this with me. I trust it's possible. I'm worth it. Let's go. Yes. Okay? I love you. I love you, and I think of you, and I listen to you, and everything you said to everyone before me. You bet. This entire show has been about the creation process for everybody. I, I, I love you all so much when we come together and the brilliant, amazing, empowering places we move into. Thank you, Deanna. It's good to talk with you again, sweetheart. My sister you, in name. <laughs> My sister in name. Well, here we are at the end of another fabulous show, I must say. Uh, before we end, I want Emily, uh, one of our beautiful um, people in our community, after the webinar, we were talking about nervousness and excitement and how they're related. And she wrote to me what she channeled afterwards, and I want to read it to you. Nervousness and excitement are the same energy, just perceived through different lenses. One of optimism, pessimism. Excitement welcomes expansion, which always takes us into the unknown. And nervousness fears the unknown. Once we know this, we can easily shift nervousness into excitement. How brilliant and how simple. I just love it. Y'all are starting to really get it and do the work and teach me. And that was my intention when I started this work, guys, is that everybody learns how to heal themselves. It gives my heart so much joy. Let's say it together. I love me. Come on, own it. I love me. 
And I love me even more because I know that's what it's all about. Thanks for joining Dee on Conscious Creation. Visit her website at imdwallace.com for awesome downloads, archived shows, enlightening webinars, and amazing free offerings. And remember, you can hear Dee every week on BBS Radio, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and live at Oneness Talk Radio. You can also hear Dee on Get Inspired Media Network, Transformation Talk Radio, plus UBN, Universal Broadcasting Network. Be sure to join us next week for Conscious Creation with Dee Wallace. And remember, loving yourself is the key to creation.